Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, hanging out with the rocker chick and J-Dub. What up? What up? So how's your week been? Good. Not bad. Anything more exciting than just work? No. No? Nothing at all? Just work? Just work. The dog's feeling better. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, the last few weeks have been miserable for me. You have had it rough. He's had it rough. Well, you know... I. His hairdresser's leaving him. His dog was sick. Work shit. <laughs> Boss is an asshole. Boss is an ass. Uh, no, yeah, work shit. Team Tejas leaving. The dog is sick. That's the worst part. I mean, you know, the other parts are bad. Don't get me wrong. But um, when Ozzy was sick, that was absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know how to make him feel better. Trying all kinds of things. Everybody's like, did you try pumpkin? Yeah, he wouldn't eat it. Nope. He wouldn't eat the cottage cheese. He didn't like the rice. He loves the fucking chicken, though. He ate the chicken like, you got more chicken for me? Yeah, I know you do. Um, What else did we try? Baby food. Baby food. Baby food. That yeah, was, I, <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeremy brought nope. home some dog food that was in like a pouch and... Oh, Ew. you don't want to see that stuff come back up because it looks like exactly what it looked like when it Ew. went in. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 he almost made me throw up. Yeah. Cleaning up his throw up. So was, <laughs> <laughs> but he's back to his old self again. He's feeling much better. And how was he when you uh, went in the house this little bit ago? Oh, he's good. Is he pissed that we're all out here and yeah. he's not with oh, us? Yeah. <laughs> We probably could have just brought him out, but then he would have peed all over everything. It's hard to tell with that guy. (laughs) Just sniffed everything. That's all you'd hear in the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, he'd be all over J-Dub's shoes. He just... Yeah. A couple weeks ago, uh, my daughter and her husband came over for a visit, and they had actually stayed in Fort Wayne, and they were on their way back to to their their place back up and around Gary, and... The place that they had had a bunch of dogs, and and Trevor's pants smelled like all these different dogs. <laughs> I think Trevor had to have had food and wiped his hands on his pants or something too, because I mean, yeah, never. No, no, that. I think it's other dogs. I think it's because when J Dub come in there, he was like licking her shoes. I mean, he's got this thing where he's like, "This smells like another dog. I better lick it." Time <laughs> to get him. Oh, man. You know, from one Next. guy to another, I, I'm not saying I'm going to chop off his nuts. That's terrible. <laughs> Poor little guy. We'll quit doing that if we do. Do you think he'll quit doing that? Yes, because he won't care anymore. All right. Well, screw it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I I will leave that up to you. You can make that phone call. You can take him to his appointment. You can put ice on his balls for, <laughs> for four days. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's not that bad. No. You make the appointment, I'll take him and get it done and baby him until he's better, but yeah. Okay, so I have to call and make the appointment. Yeah. And you will take him? Uh-huh. 
Okay, so that is recorded, and all of our <laughs> listeners now have heard that. So he might have to take the day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't do it. I'm telling you right now. <clears throat> I cannot oh do it. God. I cannot look that little guy in the eyes and say, you're about to get your nuts cut off. You can't look your little guy in the eyes and say that either. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it really doesn't matter much, though, does it? Uh, no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have learned to live without sex. <laughs> happens to me. <laughs> <Get all that. laughs> oh, anyway. Like, I, no, I, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's even looking away. She's looking in the other direction. <laughs> well, your I face is a little red. Uh, always when I talk about sex, I always get <laughs> so a little red in the face. face. <laughs> <laughs> I went with my straight face. Straight face. Straight face. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Dog's feeling better, and then my my hairstylist said uh, that she was uh, taking a sabbatical, and it, and it's for a good cause. She's going to take care of her mom. Hmm. Uh, her mom is uh, ninety and in poor health, so she's going to move her back into her house and take care of her. And you know that's that's understandable. But now you know that he, was just he was another, almost in tears when he came home. It's just almost a, it's an add on to my what was a really piss poor couple of weeks. I think you'll be okay. You think I'll make it? Mm-hmm. So I just let it all grow out till she comes back. Yeah, why not? <gasps> sure. I don't miss. I, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't miss long hair at all. Long hair freaky people need not apply. I just hated it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. That's why I'm, I keep mine short. Yeah. And I need to go get it cut again because it's, it's terrible. I get that point. I get mine trimmed tomorrow. My mop. Is that after work? Mm-hmm. I always try to keep my stuff after work. My doctor's appointments, my hair hair appointments, and stuff like that. I've had coworkers over the years that love to smack dab that shit right in the middle of the day. It's like, oh, I have a hair appointment at 1130. Oh, yeah. We have one that does that. My OT appointments are at like at 930, but they're so swamped that that's the only time they can get me. Oh, in. no. No, no, no. That's that's a little different. Yeah. I can't believe you're not working with uh, Big Dan, though. Well, I have OT, not PT. I know. But still, he would be the one that I want to go to for everything. He's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that being said, uh, you know. Murderers are going to be doing some uh, changing up in their in their world too. So, yeah, just a lot going on over here at the old Golden Mojo Entertainment. Change, Keeping it real. Change is happening. Change, and the ha- part of the change is you got us this week Yay! on the United States of Paranormal. Whoa, 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 whoa. We hope that we are entertaining you and you're enjoying the show as much as uh, you have this past year. Ends up probably a little different without Team Teos, but uh, we charge on, we forge on. Forge. Forge? Is that a good good word? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's use that. Forge on. So in uh, Team uh, Booze Your Style, let me ask you this. (laughs) Okay. 
If you were stuck in a TV show for a month, what show would you pick and why? And what character would you be? Ooh. Ooh. How you like that one? I like it. Mine would be Supernatural. Oh, shit. And I'd be whoever is fucking Dean. <laughs> <laughs> See how quickly I answered that question. <laughs> I can't see his face. <laughs> you knew that was coming. I did know that was coming. <laughs> how about you, J-Dub? Okay, I'd be Caroline in the Vampire Diaries because she had one of every of the hot guys oh yeah she did yes she, she did. did she had Ooh, every that's single a good one of them too that is <laughs> hey. a good pick damon all the way oh yeah oh, oh yeah 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 okay all right jeremy you're <sighs> yeah <laughs> Who are you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> I would be Richard Castle. Oh. So I could fuck Beckett. All right. Hey, there yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. We, we uh, had a party for yes. Montana. And we said, come as your um, favorite TV show characters or movie characters or whatever. And he was Castle and I was Beckett. Nice. We had the, we went and got the flak jackets, and uh, her said police, mine said writer. <laughs> That's cute. It was fun. It was. Yeah, we didn't win anything though. No. Oh wait, we were the one doing. <laughs> we were one throwing the party. True. 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 We've actually thrown some pretty epic parties in 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 the years. Uh, Montana's was pretty great. Uh, Brad came as uh, Uncle Eddie. Mm-hmm. He was had the hat and the robe, and he just yep. kept running around going, "This shit is full." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't remember who else. I mean, there was a lot of things going on. Uh, Trevor and Montana were uh, Marilyn Monroe and James Dean. Yes, and that's why we had the picture hanging in the yep um, hallway. I uh, think Scott, Scott was uh, Abraham Lincoln vampire the, killer. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I think Donnie came as uh, John Bender from uh, The Breakfast Club, or he was working his way towards that. I'm trying to remember who else was there. I got pictures around somewhere, but let's see. Uh, we threw one for Skylar, too, which was an 80s party. Mm-hmm. So they had all the 80s trivia and all that stuff. So, uh, And then we threw the big 40th birthday party. For the rocker chick, which is a we it was a luau, quote unquote. Quote unquote, yes. Yeah, we had all the um, tiki stuff. You know, we didn't necessarily roast a pig or anything like that. But I'm trying to think of what else we did that day. Sounds it was in the fun. middle. It was the middle of summer, so it was hot as fuck anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, it worked out. Yeah, can you believe that's been over ten years ago? <sighs> yep. You're getting old. I know. I know it. I feel it. Everybody's out there doing the math. Well, wait a second. If they threw a 40th birthday party and it was 10 years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. What other epic parties we have thrown? I think the biggest one was Slam Jam. Oh, yeah. 
slam jams. Which good ones. our listeners could bring back if you can get Golden Image Podcast over 4,000 views by June 30th, we will throw Slam Jam in September. How close are you getting? Oh, we're not even halfway there yet. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> uh, that is volleyball all day, rock and roll all night. Woo, cool. It was, it was, we did it a couple years. It was a lot of fun. Was. We had a whole volleyball tournament and t-shirts made up for the winners and the bands played after. I think the old team won the first year. They did. did they win the first yeah, year? Yeah, well, I think the old team was stacked. I think uh, somebody went out and got some professional volleyball players. True. Yeah. Stacked beyond words. And then we had like two or three throw-in teams that just like people who showed up and wanted to play but didn't have a team. Yeah. So we just kind of like, okay, you're like now team A and you're team <laughs> B. But everybody else had names, I think. My sister and her <laughs> husband are always big about it. They were always really, really into the whole volleyball scene. The first night we broke it in, uh, I was actually in... We were in South Bend with uh, your sister and your brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming out of South Bend, and we had this thing planned. We was going to break in the volleyball court. There's a bunch of people coming over just to play volleyball, and it is pouring rain, lightning, thunder, just the whole nine yards. And I'm like, oh, come on. I'm supposed to be breaking this volleyball court in. I worked my ass on it, off on it the whole summer, ready to break it in. And I remember we're driving out of South Bend and I look up and in the clouds is a giant open circle of sunlight, no rain. And do you want to know where it was at? It was right court. over our house. Yeah. For a little while. For a while. <laughs> so we got out there, everybody showed up, we started playing volleyball. And then of course it started raining, thunder and lightning and we didn't stop. Nope. <laughs> we oh, were a dirty a mess. We oh, were sand everywhere. Oh, the blood from my knees from you know the sand ripping through your wet flesh because yeah. we didn't buy the good sand there's no no we rocks in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but it was a great time yes that's right i had bloody knees take that how you want to <laughs> take it i had the i've got the wilson volleyball you know mm-hmm. we don't play with him much but we got him we do he's here all right so you guys are fucking the Vampire Diaries and the Supernatural guys, and uh, you know that's a high bar to go to, to get over. So I just had to listen to old classic rock and drive a um, a, a muscle car, and that you're, might work out in my favor. Yeah. No, you're pretty <laughs> close. You're pretty close. Pretty close to what? <laughs> That old Dean. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're my older version of Dean. There you go. Oh, uh, I I could go fight vampires and fucking shit, werewolves, demons. Everything. Yeah. I just want the trunk of that car. I was actually talking to my friend Phil last night about that. That that would be what I want was. Uh, an arsenal in the trunk of my car. Like those yeah. Guys got. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're not afraid to go anywhere. You just pop the trunk, push the little button, flaps up. You got all your guns and knives and. Hmm. Can I do that to the fusion? 
Or should I go Don't buy a muscle stopped. car? Don't get stopped. I'm going to go buy a muscle car. And then we'll build it up like that. There you go. All right. Well, the rocker chick is going to be telling us a story today, ladies and gentlemen. I know it was a story. Stories. It's a location. Yeah. It's a it's a locale. It's a locale. All right. I'm all about it. Take it away. Oh, okay. We're ready. We're ready to go on to the next cemetery in my list. That's right. We're going back. We're going back, back to cemeteries? To cemeteries yes. Okay. So, this cemetery is located halfway between Brazil and Terre Haute, Indiana, on US 40, about half mile south of Cloverland. I've never even heard of Cloverland. You've never heard of Cloverland. I have not. I don't know. Um, it's closed dusk till dawn, like many cemeteries are that I have learned. <laughs> Let me open my laptop back up so I can look up where Clovertown is. Cloverland. Cloverland. I mean, Cloverland. I, that's what I said was Cloverland. <laughs> this cemetery is known as the Hundred Steps Cemetery, or the Carpenter Cemetery, or Cloverland Cemetery. Cloverland. Cloverland. <laughs> Land. <laughs> so it has three different names. Um, it was established around the time of the American Civil War. Headstones date back to the 1860s. Some of the paranormal occurrences at this cemetery. Robe figures doing satanic rituals. Oh. Visions of the original caretaker. Being pushed. Sightings of a woman in white. There's a lot of cemeteries that see women mm-hmm. in white. <laughs> Why is that? A lot of, back in the day, they didn't have a whole lot of choice for color, probably. True, 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 true. Um, odd graves. Hold on I'm a second. Okay. Is, it, is it because they're buried in white? I mean, come on. They, they had... Oh, maybe. I'm just thinking of like some of the old dresses and stuff. There was always color in those. I mean, it's it wasn't. In I mean, they had like brown. They had black. They had <laughs> but it's still color. It's not not like red or pink or purple. <laughs> you know, I'm green. No, no little fancy gold embroidery. So we'll just say that the dress is sold. That its color has washed out and it's yeah. become a white. Oh, grayish okay. type. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. How about sightings of woman in whitish gray? <laughs> <laughs> it's dirty gray. They buried Dirty them. gray. Dirty gray. Dirty. <clears throat> Odd grave desecrations. Hands, hands coming out of the ground to try to trip you. Cries of children or people echo- echoing in your ears. Chills and they hear whispers. So that's just some of the occurrences at the Hundred Step Cemetery. Do you want to know why they call it the Hundred Step Cemetery? I do. I do. You do? Wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because there's a hundred steps to <gasps> take it up to it? There, might be. Oh, go ahead. But there are just some discrepancies in that too. Some people say there are not a hundred steps, but... <laughs> I, I, here's what I know. Sometimes when I count, I get distracted and then I lose count. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not walking back the 
67 steps that I just walked to go recount, I'll count them on my way down. True, and if you're you're walking up the steps in supposedly a place you feel is haunted, you would think that you'd be a little nervous and might miscount isn't, too. But, but some th- of the things say there's only like 68 steps, so that's a lot to miscount. So, Isn't there a thing about counting steps in certain, you're not supposed to count steps going into cemeteries or something like that? Never heard that before. I thought I'd heard that somewhere. United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. <laughs> Hit me up if you guys have ever heard of that. Is there a, is there a, a a legend about counting your steps going to the this cemetery? Is, this may be the legend that you're thinking of. Oh shit! The fucking <laughs> bed. Okay. Yeah. So shh. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> bad, bad. I'm bad. Okay. So the legend is, if you dare to enter the cemetery on a dark midnight evening, and climb up the old steps, counting them as you go aloud when you reach the top and face the field of stones an apparition of the first undertaker will appear without saying a single word word the ghost will show you a vision of death of your death and then vanish leaving you alone you are then supposed to go back the way you came counting aloud the stone steps but if you get a different number than what you got going up you will die as the vision played for you. If you count on the same number, then you are safe. It was just a false prophecy. Is that what you heard? I don't know that that's what I heard. <laughs> but that's uh, <coughs> that's pretty fucking wicked, man. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, oh, wow. Do you take that chance? A lot of people have, and like I said, a lot of them say their calculations were different, and um, there were some that said they did see their There are people that said that they had a vision of their own death. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Are you willing to take that chance? Do you want to know when you're going to die? I don't... mm -hmm. I think I would take the other version of the legend. <laughs> There's another version? There is another version. Okay. The There's legend. another version, J-Dub. Watch out. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, okay. The other version of the legend goes that if you try and trick the Undertaker by walking in the grass next to, next to the stone steps, an invisible force will knock you to the ground. Claims say they felt a hand shoving them, a large red handprint could be seen for days on their body they say that is the mark of the devil himself so you'd rather be marked by the devil well it's just for a couple than days to, <laughs> <laughs> than to know how you're gonna die yes the one story that um i read which was secondhand so you know it's probably just a tale right <laughs> But of a young uh, young kid going and doing this and seeing the vision that he would die from a head injury. And when he came down the stairs and counted the wrong number, he went back up the stairs, tripped, hit his head, and died. And they found his body lying on the stairs. <clears throat> so how'd they find out that he had that? That's what I'm saying. Vision. 
Yeah, there might be a uh, there might be a hole in that story. <laughs> There's oh, well, and definitely unless uh, unless, unless some, there, somebody with is him. with him. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure you know there wouldn't be he wouldn't go by himself, but you know, it wouldn't make any sense that they found his body lying. You know what I mean? Yeah, if there was somebody with him. So, but that was just a story, like I said. Maybe somebody killed him on the top of that stairs by by giving him a head injury. Yeah, could be. He didn't really fall. He could have got pushed. Maybe he tried it a couple times. So you can't, you can't um, fuck with the old, uh, the old Undertaker yes. guy. Don't screw with the Undertaker. But they did recently just redo the stairs. Um, Why would they redo the stairs? Because they were all decaying crumbling. and crumbling into the ground, so they redid the stairs. So they're all wood stairs. I'm is no, that right? they were, uh, they it were was, cobble. They were, uh, yeah, they were concrete, but they were the grass was growing and yeah, breaking yeah, them yeah. and all that. So that's I don't I don't know, man. That I, it, do you do you want to know? That is the question. Do you want to know how you're going to die? Well, if you want to know, go to the hundred steps secondary. Walk up the steps, counting them aloud. And then on the way back down, count them aloud again. You get to the end and you're at the different number, then you're like, 57, 64! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd be like, just step on the one step like to get to where I'm supposed to be, and the next step is the one down. Yeah. Yeah. Or you jump a couple if you're... Uh, if you've got more steps than what your number, you, you know, it's like, uh, 57, 58, 58. <laughs> I don't know, man. How about you, J-Dub? Do you, you want to know? Half of me says yes, and half of me says no. Like, I think I would rather know how I die than when I'm going to die. I get that. Like if some, like if I was, it said, oh, you will die in seven days. I don't want to know that. Right. But if it just says, oh, you're going to, you know, get eaten by sharks. That's how you die. Oh, I'm staying the fuck away from <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> I've always had, I've always had a vision that I was going to die in some sort of boating accident. Like, you know, going over, I can almost like see like a waterfall or something. That's always been, since I've been very, very young, I've always had this this vision that that's how I would die and and um here recently I've been noticing that my my thought process of thinking it's a waterfall actually looks more like road than water so I think eventually I will die in say like a car accident or you know something to that effect hmm. you know it's just a theory you know, you kind of grasp at things that you think you might see or know or whatever, but I don't really know. I think I, I think uh, if you look at my palm, I have a very long lifeline. So apparently you're stuck with me for a long time, but good. I want probably die like Elvis on the, on the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I will have to clean it up. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> How long will you last without me? Two, three days? Yeah. <laughs> you just die of a broken heart. Yes, I would. I would. You I would. I, you know what? I I I would probably last about two or three days after your funeral, and I would Drink die it. of a heart attack from fucking so Drink, celebrating so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a snort. <laughs> there was a snort. <laughs> did you catch that? I did. <laughs> okay. I did. There was no sadness in there. It was oh. just automatic. <sighs> you okay? And, yeah, and that's why you're not getting sex. <laughs> oh! Wowzers. Hey, <laughs> All right, so there is also a story about the 100 Step Cemetery that was reported in the Indianapolis Journal on November 20th, 18, I'm sorry, 1892. The tale states that the body of George West's daughter, who was buried at the cemetery, was taken from her grave. Mr. West had the body exhumed to move to another location, but was horrified to find that her coffin was upside down on the ground and the body of his daughter was missing. So that is one of the explanations between the woman and for the woman in white. <clears throat> How the hell would that happen? Well, back in 1892, um, the colleges in the area needed corpses, oh, and um, supposedly they were taking them from the They graveyards. were grave robbing. Yes. But yeah, I but could yes. see that, because um, <coughs> I was watching a documentary on something, and it was back in the 1800s where they were, the schools were advertising that they needed corpses, and people were, they would pay for them, and they were robbing graves to give these schools, and they had to finally say, hey, we, that's enough. We'll, right. You know. Yep. Let's, somebody who dies, come bef- to us, sign a paper that you're going to donate your body to science. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and hence, now it's on your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so is that it for the 100 that Step Cemetery? for the 100 Step Cemetery. So. Right on. That, that is it. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Actually, it's really interesting because that's really thought provoking to to know that it's actually that close to us because mm-hmm. it's only maybe what three four hours away. Mm-hmm. And we could go down there and and see Do if we can. Do you dare to walk up the stairs? I don't know. Do you I'm, dare? A, I'm a pussy. I probably I probably wouldn't dare to do it. I would. We'd have some. to go at midnight, and they're closed from dusk till dawn. Right. Oh, it has to be at midnight? Did I miss that it, part? It did say. Okay, I'm sorry. It did say on a dark, very dark midnight. You just can't do it in the middle of the day. No. Well, you could try. I mean. Did they talk Did they talk about what the uh, what the old uh, guy looks like? Did they say at all? Is he like carrying a lantern? I don't remember I any. Yeah, I don't know. No, there was no him carrying anything the old caretaker looks like the one from scooby-doo <laughs> <laughs> old raggedy hair yeah yeah interesting yeah. all right you got another one for us i do i do i do um this one is really it really it really is really is it really really okay, really was, is okay so this one's this, this very This one's called close. the Hundred Step Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to make sure because you know it's it's kind of weird that I mentioned this town in the earlier one. So it's close to the Hundred Step Cemetery, um, Highland Lawn Cemetery. Okay. Located in Terre Haute, established in 1884, it's 140 acres and has over 16,000 graves. Wow. 
What are they stacked on top of each other? <laughs> um, okay, so this cemetery features an impressive entryway and a chapel on site that was built in 1893. These massive stone structures make the place a bit more histori- historic and daunting. And it does. It's very um, castle-y looking. Okay. Do you have a picture of it right there? I do. Oh, yeah. That looks like a castle. Mm-hmm. Very castly. Very, very castly. <clears throat> so, one of the main ghost story rumors that is told about this graveyard is that a phantom bulldog named <gasps> Stiffy Green who Yay. refused to leave the cemetery when his owner died. Oh. The faithful dog stayed by the mausoleum until he died himself, though residents of the town would sometimes bring him food and water. The dog was stuffed and placed within the tomb with his owner, and ever since, barks have been heard from within. That's fucking awesome. I love that. Sightings of both the dog and his owner have been reported ever since the second burial. Some even report smelling the owner's pipe burning. That's a good smell. I like a, I like the smell of a pipe. So, oh my gosh. Sorry, paper's turning. That's a picture of the, of the puppers? Oh, he's cute. <clears throat> this was, uh, his owner died in 1920. And he was placed in the family mausoleum. Uh, The dog snarled at all who approached and stood centennial into the day. Um, I can't say the guy's last name. Heinel? Heinel's Whittle? Heinel's Heinel's Whittle? Heinel's Whittle what? (laughs) Heinel's Whittle found him dead on the mausoleum steps. Gotcha. The bulldog was stuffed. Green glass eyes added and placed inside the mausoleum, visible through the, the entrance gate. That might freak me out a little bit. <laughs> over, over the decades, the mausole- mausoleum became a favorite rendezvous for dating teenagers who would shine flashlights through its barred doors to see the dog's glowing eyes. They called him Stiffy Green, and the legend grew of the noble dog. Oh, Stiffy. Stiffy. Stiffy Green. <laughs> I've known people call things Stippy Green, but for a whole different reason. <laughs> so, so here's the sad part. Several more decades passed. Teenagers in the 1980s, fucking 80s kids, no longer interested in legends nor satisfied with flashlights, fired a shotgun into the Heinel crypt and blew out one of Stiffy's eyes. He was removed from the mausoleum for safekeeping in the mid 1980s. So what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah, there is a looking into cemeteries. There's so much vandalism. the The one we just talked about, the hundred step. There was a guy there not too long ago that was take went there, you know, to paranormal investigate. Was taking pictures. Every single stone was spray painted. Every <laughs> single one. It was just. It was sad. I don't understand what the point. What's the point? I don't know. I, actually, our local cemetery just got vandalized, yeah. and I have still have no fucking idea what the point of that was. Bored kids, bored kids. Who needs a big old spanking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that takes on a whole new array yeah. of 
Yeah, why don't we just give them a timeout? Look at all the destruction they did. <laughs> no, you take a fucking switch to their ass and beat it until it's bloody. Yeah, and you're in jail for hitting a child. Because <laughs> that's what they do now, where yeah. they run and tell people. Uh, uh, my daddy spanked me. <laughs> fucking get your sand out of your JJ. You'll be fine. <laughs> so, um,. Like I said, he was remo- removed from the mausoleum for safekeeping. Keep- um, the Terre Haute Lions Club, sensing a useful public service opportunity, built a full-size replica of the Heinel Mausoleum inside the County Historical Museum. And Stiffy was moved into it in 1989. He has been there ever since, st- safe to Eh. safe to confuse yet another generation of Hoosiers and to grace the museum's most popular sweatshirt. (laughs) Oh, they have a a stiffy green shirt. I want one. Um, And then also, um, a Terra Hodian who grew up with the legend. (laughs) They wrote in saying that Stiffy was never a real dog. He was, in fact, a cement fellow who adorned the front porch of the Heinel household and a favorite of Mr. Heinel's. He resides in our lower level in the replica of the family mausoleum. So wait, the the dog was not real? That, that is, according that to is this, what this, somebody Terahotian. So we need to go to the County Historical Museum yeah. and see if he's cement or if he is a stuffed All right, well, I'll tell you what. Bulldog. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go down to Terre Haute. We need to investigate further. We'll go uh, let you walk the steps and uh, make your decision whether you're going to count out loud. Okay. And then we'll head down. I'm going to be down at the bottom. I'll be down over here, you know. Setting off to the side, watching you climb fucking 100 steps. Fuck that. I did not want any part of that. I'm not going to do it. He's not going to uh, do it. And then we'll run down and look at Stippy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I, th- I thought that was, that was pretty cool. That's a, always that's hear about a, dogs doing that. I, I love, I, you know, okay, so let me, let me say, let me say a couple of things here. Uh, I am 100% against child abuse. My remarks a little bit ago are only for children who need to be punished for things that they are doing wrong. Vandalism, stealing. Murder. Murder. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, your your best bet as a parent is if you know your kid did that, call the cops on him and let him spend a couple days in jail. Yeah. That's true, too. Uh, Um, Just so I just so you know, I say take a switch and beat their ass until they until they bleed. That's how I was. That's how I grew up. How I grew up. Me, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't run around vandalizing shit. Yeah, me neither. Or and, I know, I, I, and as a child, as a kid, I would never go run and tell somebody that my dad spanked me because yeah. I was bad. You yeah. know, that was just not something you do. And yeah. We I did something wrong. I deserved it. I mean, I never got. Yeah, but he never caught you stealing his cigarettes, though, did he? Okay. I never stole my dad's <laughs> cigarettes. He smoked the raunchy cigarettes. <laughs> the cheapies. Anyway, um, on the other part of that is, is I love these these animal stories. I mean, I I love yeah. animals. I don't I don't spend a lot of time with animals. I don't have a lot of. I don't know. I I can't do what J Dub does, where she just takes care of her horses and, in you know, it puts all that time into into that. I. 
I have never had that amount of time and patience to uh, to do what to do that. But mm-hmm. I love you know I love animals all the, you know. So when we get a story like this, I I want to believe the story the, that yeah. the dog went and and you know was heartbroken and died by his owner's grave. That just makes that makes a way better story than it was this culture out front of the house and they put it in the mausoleum. Oh, I, I totally agree. Although in my mausoleum that you're going to put out back for me, I will take a sculpture of Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You can put him in there with me. Okay. You don't want him stuffed. I'm hoping that he'll outlive me by many years to keep okay. her company. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> So one more thing about yeah. the Highland Cemetery, the Highland Lawn Cemetery, which you, you, which you will agree with what this this man did. Another another commonly heard anecdote is in regards to a man named Martin Sheets, who had an unusually specific phobia. He was terrified of being buried alive. I've heard that. I've heard that's a big phobia. Mm-hmm. He arranged to make sure that this was an impossibility. He was decked out with an in- escapable with an escapable casket with hinges to be able to be opened from the inside and a phone inside the mausoleum. He paid to keep the phone in service for years following his internment. And it's said that when his beloved wife died years later of a stroke, she was found clutching her phone. When Martin's tomb was reopened to lay her to rest beside him, the photo inside the mausoleum was, was reported to have been inexplicably off the hook. <clears throat> That's creepy. I've heard that. I've heard that story. I've heard that story that uh, that I mean, it's kind of a, it's an old myth myth tale that uh, it was actually. I think the woman died of a heart attack when. Um, Somebody who had ca- tried to call his wife after moving to Florida and she was moving later. And he had called his wife and left a message, but it was the wrong number. And it was a message on the on the woman's phone whose husband had just died. And it was like, well, I just got down here and it is so hot, but I can't wait till you get here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. It'd be terrible, but... Uh, Wish you were here type thing, you know, one of those deals. But oh yeah, God. I've heard that story. I've heard the phone story. <clears throat> a couple different versions of it. A couple different ones. Yeah. Inexplicably. Say that word seven <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah. No. No, thanks. So, yeah. Crazy. So, that yes. Those were the stories from the Highland Lawn. Well, nice job. I, I feel very informed about the uh, cemeteries <laughs> down by Terre Haute now. Terre Hauteans. Terre Hauteans. Grab your pitchforks and your and your torches. We're going to the cemetery. We're going to go visit a stiffy grain. <laughs> you know, I had um, uh, the Ewald Cemetery, the Bremen Little Egypt Cemetery yeah. on. But there is really nothing. No, I, I think most of the, <laughs> most of that is going to be just uh, hearsay stories. Yeah. You know, I don't know that there's much on print on that one. Nope. There, the only thing that was really written about that was a baby's grave and throwing um, a penny at it or yeah. whatever, and you'd hear a baby cry. That was the only thing I found um, besides the girl uh, being murdered 
on that road not too long ago. Remember yeah, that? yeah, it was part of the part of a, a satanic ritual or some shit like that, wasn't it? It's, it was. Yeah, it was some, a quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. It was, Have you ever been there? Yeah. Yeah. In high school. In high school. In, yeah, that's, we went there a, a lot. A couple in high years school. ago. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> I graduated in two thousand one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we did. We we trekked out there. Well, I, I, I was the driver. I was the getaway driver while Bobby and her sister ran around the woods looking for the house, which they never did find. I got a funny tale from when I was a kid that I didn't. I don't know. that you, I, I, Maybe I've told you years ago, but uh, my dad's family lived out at Lake of the Woods. Yep. And... We were actually coming home one night, and it had been there had been a lot of rain, and he actually um, went down that road. We I remember going around the cemetery and going down, and that road is just so up and down, and but it was completely flooded out, and he did not see it because it was that we were coming back at night, and went through uh, a, a wash out of the road. It wasn't like washed away; there was still road, but it was completely covered in water. And when he, he managed to get up onto the next point when the car died, you know, if basically he soaked the engine in water, right. flooded it out. And I remember being stuck out there for hours while he tried to get that thing uh, uh, restarted. We were, uh, we were able to, he was able to get it restarted. We actually did turn around because if you looked down the road farther, because you know how it's a really long road to get back over to, uh, what is it, Fur Road there. Mm-hmm. I, he's like, which way? I was like, well, we were supposed to go that way. Let's just go. And then you look down and you could just see the dips in the road and the completely flooded out here. And he's like, mm-hmm. probably wise for us to go back this way. I was like, yeah. okay. But yeah, we were stuck out at Little Egypt, at, you know, in the dark for many. It's kind of spooky out there. Yeah. At, yeah. At that time of night, all those open fields, you can't see anything. It's just pitch black. But yeah, I've heard the stories for years of the house and and uh, the satanic worship and uh, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, there's there's rumors of you can see somebody hanging from the tree or something. I forget exactly, but so many different stories over the years. Is that the one where if you find the house and you f- go to the stairs to go to the basement, they never stop? They just keep going and going and going. Oh, I don't know. There, I. Gosh, I can't even, I can't remember. I mean, I heard, my sister was older than me, so she told me the stories, you know, that a boy murdered his family and burnt the house, and the remains of the house is still out there, and Hmm. there was a bridge if you walked over it, and there was just so many different, different things, and then over the years, it just kept changing, so. Ah. Yeah. But they do a lot more policing of that area around Halloween, because, of the vandalism and of the, uh, you know, so I remember in high when I was in junior high that there was a rumor going around that they were looking for blonde-haired virgins to sacrifice mm-hmm. out there. And, you know, in my my young age, I was like, ah, I can take care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a virgin anymore. <laughs> oh God. Hey, I was full of myself back in the day. You were. Were? Still are. Still are. <laughs> You're full of something. I'm full of something. Ego and grit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's that? 
All right. Well, anyways, very nicely done. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Thank good you. job. I actually like both of those. I thought mm-hmm. you did a really good job. All right. I, I still think I need a stiffy green shirt. <laughs> we have to go. If I we go, like, we'll get you a stiffy yeah. green shirt. All Thank right. you. <laughs> Maybe you'll just go with us. Okay. We'll all go see stiffy green. Yes. Yeah. It just we'll sounds like, weird. Fuck, he is concrete. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. That is true. You'll be able to tell at that point. Oh, yeah. You? you would know. You would know. Maybe he's like a frog baby and they just dress him up in there. So maybe he's wearing like a little sweater and you won't be able to tell. A rain. Okay, a little yeah. Yep. Could happen. Could happen. You know, well, we need to go find out. All right. So what we need to do is we need to go and check that out and find a nice restaurant that Golden Image Podcast can review and uh, we'll just make a whole day out of it. Sounds good. All right. There Sounds you go. Good. Maybe we'll do some putt-putt or while we're down there. <laughs> we'll be Terahodians for the Terahodians. day. Terahodians. <laughs> What's up, Terahodians? <laughs> I'm your newest member. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Terre Haute. You ever been down there? I don't know. It's a little stinky. 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 We, we were could, on. We the, could just in, make a weekend of it. Indiana. Go, go hit all those down there. There you go. Oh my God! You're gonna have me trekking down through cemeteries for all over the place. Drive by. Uh, um, we're d- doing a drive by. Drive by. Uh, yeah. Box Hollow. Box yeah. Hollow Farm. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, we're going to have to go to Fox Hollow Farm. And while we're there, we can do Crown Point, Crown Hill. Cloverland. Cloverland. <laughs> What's the one in Centersville? It was something in Centersville. I forget what that, it was. That was <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. So many reports. Your phone is just going off. Is that my phone? That wasn't my phone. That wasn't your phone? Oh, it wasn't mine. So Crown Hill is in Marion County. Uh huh. Which is up close to Fox Hollow Farm. Step Cemetery is in Martinsville. Hmm. Yep. And As she leaves through her papers. Terre Haute. Uh, yeah. Brazil Both of those Haute. are yeah the the Cloverland Clovertown Clover Cloverfield Cloverland Clover. Hundred Steps just say Hundred Steps the Hundred Steps Cemetery it act- is the sign actually just says Hundred Steps. Just uh, just a few miles from Terre Haute, so from what I saw on the map, it's not that far away. We actually pass by on seventy when we're. It's I mean it's a little bit north of that, but road right trip. Road trip. We we'll make some pit stops on our way to Kansas City, maybe even. No, no, we'll yeah. have to make us a no, group thing. It, yeah, it needs to be a yeah. It a needs to be an outing or a Saturday or whatever. Yeah, we need to. for sure. Yep. Well, listeners, we're going to wrap up today's show. We are actually very interested in what you are thinking about the show and where we should go. What should we research? Some cryptid, some haunted hotel. Let us know. The United States Paranormal at gmail.com. Also, what would you like to see us do on the upcoming shows of Tusop. do you want to see do you want us to go and have bobby do 100 steps or <laughs> <laughs> would you would you want us to record that while she's walking up there um this is me one <laughs> two <laughs> 25 what are you doing <laughs> hey, the old the old uh, caretaker stand there going are you fucking kidding me not another one <laughs> 
<laughs> we are open for suggestions, and uh, we uh, would love to hear your feedback. That is the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. And if you like United States of Paranormal and you want to rep it, go check out the United States of Paranormal.com and dig into the merch page. We got some great merch on there. Logan and the Tejas boys did a great job of getting that all set up. And, uh, man, there's some great art on there. And, and Printful's uh, uh, quality is really good. So don't be afraid to uh, just go check that out. And also go check out all the other shows on the Golden Mojo Entertainment Empire of Podcasting Wonderful Land, which includes The Call Guys. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Who's on The Call Guys? With Gunner and Colton. Suck it, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, wow. I had to throw that in there. Wow, she came out of nowhere <laughs> on that one. <sighs> I love you, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> How about on Tuesdays? Oh, it's Golden Image Podcast. <laughs> you, Golden you were Image doing so. Golden Image with Skyler, the Skywalker. The Skywalker, Chico Noise. Chico Noise. Why are you pointing over there? And you. And Golden Jazzy J. Golden Jazzy J. <laughs> Changing their name up. I'm just pointing. I'm just, just pointing. I'm just not using finger guns. I'm just pointing. <laughs> of course, on Wednesdays, United States Paranormal. On Thursdays, it is the Indiana Chiefs fans, which are on are on hiatus for uh, for the break. off season. Yeah, we did season one. We finished that up uh, a couple weeks after the Super Bowl. We. Super enjoyed uh, our whole entire time. We interviewed people out in Kansas City when we were there. We talked about every game, every uh, every stat that we could put out there. It was just a lot of fun. We enjoyed it. We also uh, uh, interviewed almost Andy Reid, and we had several guests, some super fans like Casey Mike and and uh, you know uh, Coach Trevor. Rob and Trevor. Yeah. Super fans, super fans. Mm. Then, of course, on Friday, you can listen to A Court of Books and Booze. That's right. They are your basement book club where they read a book and they tell you all about it. With Skylar, Jessica, and... Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> Too many A's in that group. My gosh. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot going on there. But... Uh, of course, uh, they are a bi-weekly. They come out every other week, and they talk about uh, they're in the middle of the Throne of Glass series still, I believe. I think they're getting close to wrapping that up. But they're coming out with, uh, on the off weeks, uh, a little short called A Court of Books and Booze, the Milk and Cookie Edition. Aww. And uh, your grandson did an amazing job on the first episode. I got a, I got a free preview of it, so I get to listen to it. Uh, Aspen did an amazing job as they talked about uh, one of his favorite children's book. So, uh, nice. yeah, we're looking forward to when that, that's going to come out. I don't know exactly when it's going to come out, but uh, keep an eye out. Uh, the Milk and Cookies edition. They are going to probably use Aspen for a little bit, you know, uh, on a couple of the next couple episodes to get a kind of feel how the whole thing works. But then they're going to, oh, can you imagine a... Uh, book series with your granddaughter Ooh. but you know some of the other kids that are in their group and that yeah. they know then you know it'll be interesting to see what they venture off for other children besides just the the family kids but 
there's so many of those they could last forever yeah <laughs> very cool but uh, yeah also on Fridays it is the Murd Nerds it is Alicia who's got several children of her own which will probably fall into the <laughs> <laughs> fall into the milk and cookies and Ashley as they talk true crime they're having a very interesting April have you been listening Then there you go. That's the Golden Mojo Empire right there. Empire. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks, you two. Thanks for coming in and uh, hanging out and and telling your stories. I know that... Uh, Stiffy Green! <laughs> <laughs> J-Dub is uh, getting a t-shirt soon, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, until next week... To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook the United States of Paranormal if you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com <laughs>